Welcome to the Blue Collar, a one-of-a-kind playbook for home service businesses. This podcast is specifically for leaders who hate being average, are obsessed with success, and are willing to change in order to achieve massive results. If I'm speaking your language, you're in the right place. Tune in to hear inspiring stories from other successful leaders as we explore their business superpower and share actionable ways to dominate your market. No time to wait, so let's get started. All right, right. I decided to have you join us today on The Blue Collar. This is gonna be a bit of a fun episode. Yeah, I really wanted to uh, allow Josh maybe get some things off your chest, talk about some things, some frustrations, not necessarily from the perspective of, you know, being just irritated personally, but maybe the reason why you're probably irritated about it, at least me, is going to be the actual negative intangible effects that it has on on other business owners. And really what we're talking about is the underinvestment of recruiting, maybe the the mindset or you know how much is actually required to get to where you know business owners want to be in terms of building a a top performing high performing team and so what do you think like what what's your take where where do you find yourself getting frustrated on a day to day basis talking with clients things you hear yeah i would say you know fortunately more than not get it and they understand that it's a long term play it's a significant investment in terms of their recruiting and hiring technologies, you know, systems, you know, initiatives, et cetera. Right. Then, so let's say maybe that 60% of the equation and the other smaller percent of the equation, 40% sort of like seems to be on the fence about it. Right. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, the group of people that are sort of just stumbling into modern recruiting in terms of the way the technology works, the software works, et cetera. And that's a huge part of our duty and, 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 you know, mission is of course, like, you know, creating that software adoption, helping them bridge the gaps and, and, and close the knowledge gaps. But what's interesting is when the rubber meets the road, right? What really gets under my skin, what seems really, really frustrating is you have a, a most aggravated or, you know, impossible to communicate with unresponsive right sort of engagement where you know they want the world but they're not willing to give it 15 minutes out of their week right just for just for a basic check-in right you know hey we've hustled and hustled and hustled to procure the data get it into the pipeline clean it format it engage on x data you know screen x candidates etc etc and then you know at the end of the day there's this notion of you know, oh, well, it just wasn't good enough or it's not really what I expected, you know, or it's costing me too much money, right? And so, yeah, I think it's sort of a have cake and eat it too situation, right? Where you have this, fortunately, a smaller percentage of, 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 of the clientele, but a group of people who are just seemingly really stubborn in their ways in terms of like, I need the best deal. I need to spend the least amount of money on this, but I need the most results. And that's definitely super puzzling, befuddling, mind-blowing to say the least. And on the front lines of our, you know, client success efforts day in and day out, right? Retaining clients and being able to get to actually providing the value that they're looking for and be it maybe see the light in terms of, you know, the long-term play that it is, the power of the tools and the systems, et cetera. You know, it's it's just something that really, really aggravates me. And I'll, I'll pass it back to you because it's like, 
So you're acknowledging how much you need this, right? How important this is to your business, Mm -hmm. but you want to skimp and cut corners. And that being said, there's competitors, you know, down the street offering, you know, a recruiting service for 10x, you know? So yeah, I always find those interesting because you'll be on a conversation, maybe have a conversation a lot like that. And when you're talking, I'll just kind of level with them by asking them a few questions and it's like, you know, would, would you say, you know, your people are your greatest asset and, you know, really your product is your people as a home service business? And yeah, and they'll, they'll go kind of, uh, you know, elaborate on LinkedIn agreement with me on that. And then, you know, I'll, I'll also kind of discover is like, hey, and you want to really build a, a winning culture and, you know, have this retention. And, you know, they will also speak about things like maybe their frustrations with a, an, another employee. Or, you know, what previously happened with somebody that they hired and maybe they didn't show up or maybe they lied about how experienced they were, et cetera. And then at the same time, when you actually do fill those positions, they want to quit right after. Right. right. It's like, let's pull the plug on this thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hiring. Not- so so we, we can go ahead and throw in the towel. I'll pause it. Right. We'll just stop recruiting. And then when we're ready to hire again. I'll give you a call. And, you know, that's really when, I mean, personally, I'm like, whoa, whoa, we've totally missed the mark on this, you know, entire engagement when I start to hear those conversations, because that is the entire point, right? The entire point is you always need to be recruiting, even if you're not hiring. And how we got here to begin with is because you were looking at this entire business initiative as a a, a part-time thing, as something you just do every once in a while. And I, I've actually said this to a a client myself and that's the, like the Vince Lombardi quote. It's like, you don't win just sometimes you don't win every once in a while you win all the damn time. You know, winning isn't something you just do once in a while. It's, it's a habit. Right. right? And this is something that needs to be habitual. It needs to be something that you commit to not just part-time, but you're doing it all year round, every single day and every chance that you get. And I, as a business owner and the CEO, it's not just me doing the recruiting. Every single person at at our business, I want to be selling our service because they believe in it and they think we provide an immense amount of value. And I also want them to be recruiting other people to come work. That's, That's when you know, I feel like when you have a winning culture is when the employees are bought into the point that they're doing the really what is like the main CEO's job. And that's like recruiting and they want their friends to be a part of it. They want to reach out and and tell people like, Hey, come work at the company I work at because we do these amazing things. We help people, you know, with this huge problem, leadership's great core values align with yours. Like come, come join our team. That's where I feel like you, you really get success. And I think where the frustration lies is the underestimation of really like the amount of effort it takes to get there and how consistent and continual, just like anything else. Right. So it can be really frustrating when business owners, you know, can be so close-sighted, I suppose. Right. And really miss the mark because I think that's really where we have a distinction in the marketplace is we're really tending or, or, or playing into that, that paradigm shift, that mindset shift of like, hey, part of the problem is just how you're fundamentally looking at what recruiting is. Right. And, it, you know, if, if you're able to kind of take a step back and say, hey, this is the actual strategy, then I feel like you have everything in front of you, you can begin to execute. And I think not doing that is you, you really start to, to get those comments that you're speaking about. Right. 
Yeah, no, great points. I think that what kind of expounds on that further is, you know, the company will just say example company A, right? Mm-hmm. Who we've put, you know, one, two, five, ten qualified candidates in front of them, and they're not getting candidates across the finish line, right? And that creates a frustration for saying, hey, you know, this isn't working. You know, well, no kidding. The, the we can, just started can, three weeks ago. Right. The candidates aren't, you know, the candidates aren't quality. You guys aren't screening them well enough. I think it just highlights, right, mm-hmm. and expands on that much more of the reason why you need a strategic unit. This isn't, you know, a sales pitch for ourselves, but, you know, it's it's just a reality of like, and I say this to clients all the time, whether I'm doing this for you or not, whether we are doing this for you or not, you've got to be doing this in 2024. You have to. I mean, it's low, low cost comparatively to what it traditionally costs as more of a in-house HR function, et cetera. And so for, you know, a monthly subscription, so to speak, right, having a unit of strategic thinkers, recruiters, project managers, client success managers, et cetera, et cetera, if you're not converting candidates across the finish line, right, that's, again, a real spotlight to the fact that, hey, maybe you're too busy, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can't see the big picture here because you're so inside the business, you can't get a good perspective of things outside of the business. Sure. Maybe you have no concept of what it means to, you know, to conduct a quality interview. People come in and your office stinks. And uh, so, yeah, I think it just highlights the fact that it's all the more important that ongoing, right? A consistent weekly, monthly basis. Mm -hmm. You've got to have creative, strategic, data-driven insights and, 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 workflows and and strategy in place well look i mean how i kind of break this down and really connected us for a lot of a lot of our clients and and just various business owners and people that i talk to is just allow them to kind of think on analogy and i make the comparison between recruiting and marketing and not just like you know recruiting is marketing of course i'm going to say that many different times probably throughout the history of this podcast but also day to day with within the business because uh, it's an important message, but if you look at your your marketing operation, your marketing department, I think that's something that a lot of home service business owners are very familiar with because they have a hand on it, and right. it's something they have to do continually, especially like the residential side where they they have to sure. generate leads and, and keep the phone ringing. Yeah, Google Ads or exactly search and so, engine optimization, and, and they've been through that process over and over again with you know different marketing agencies, internal marketing people, etc. Point being is is that if you look at that side of the business, okay. Not only do you have your Google ads running, but you also have an SEO strategy. You've also built a website. Everything on your website is about getting customers, which you just said you don't need. And there's not a mention of anything about getting employees, which is the thing you need the most. Then you take that further and look at other aspects of the marketing and compare it to what they have in that recruiting department. Well, you have a full-time agency that you spend 15 grand a month with, and they're handling seven different aspects of digital marketing. For example, for recruiting, you have an office manager with no HR, no marketing, no hiring experience inside of Indeed and Craigslist, fishing, you know, and, and hiring out of the unemployment line with no kind of data infrastructure or, or software, right? You got service Titan you spend 50 grand a year on. Right. You have no ATS. You have reporting. You have no reporting for recruiting. And then the most important thing 
And the biggest distinction, like really where this connects is like, not only do you worry about generating the leads, you have an entire process that you're going to run these clients through where you have trained CSRs. They have great messaging that's trained on every day. Your techs are trained to sell. You have a process to get the review afterwards. And then you have managers to assess the entire client experience to ensure that it's the highest quality. And then when you look on the recruiting side, nothing. Right. And then I, I sit there and, you know, I will explain that to them. And then it begins to, oh, I see. And what do you have for, for recruiting? I don't have anything. He's like, do you begin to understand where the problem lies? Right. It's not only is it much difficult to not just hire somebody, but retain a top performer. That's what we're talking about here. But not only is it more difficult, but it's also your biggest need. And it's also where you aren't spending any, you, you don't have any kind of investment towards it. Right. And then it begins to kind of bring into focus like, oh, I get it. And then I say, and if you want to be serious about it, you need to invest in it, not just in the short term till you fill these initial positions, but that you set up the data, the infrastructure, the department, the business systems, the operations, everything so that you're doing this ongoing and then your cost incrementally decrease over time and your ROI increases in, the, in, in a converse way. Yeah. And then you kind of get that aha moment. But I find what's funny is they get over to, to you maybe a few months later and you're having a conversation with them right. and they've forgotten the entire thing. <clears throat> I think that's, yeah, a big yeah. part of my experience, right? And getting our, our, our clients launched, right? Getting their system set up, the, the pipelines going, mm -hmm. the workflows dialed in, you know, the recruiters up to speed on the requisitions, et cetera. And that first point of engagement, there's excitement right? There's an enthusiasm, there's an attention, right? And then it's just sort of things get busy, right? When the going water, gets tough and it yeah, always Water does. goes under the bridge and, and then, you know, it's tough to communicate to somebody to really convey to them, hey, for example, we've been at this for three months and we've got 300 candidates, mm -hmm. right? Okay, well, we haven't actually hired that rock star stud, right? Okay, well, if you go ahead and shut this off, right? Then in another three months from now, when you want to come back to us, right, then we're starting from that same, call it sample data set versus having continual lines in the water to continue to keep loading up fresh new possibilities for you to capitalize on when you need it, right? So sure, simply yeah. put is like we often say is, you know, staying proactive so you don't have to be reactive, right? But you bring up an interesting point and it's hard to even put that into words It's like, that shift that happens between the buy-in initially, right? Mm -hmm. They're excited. It's like they, uh, you know, they're open-minded, so to speak. You know, yeah, sure. What you guys are the professionals. Let, sounds let me, good. I got a problem. Sounds Let's do good. It. Yeah, I got a problem. And then three months later, you know, mm -hmm. longer or shorter, sometimes three weeks later, sometimes, right? Those are the real fun ones, where it's like, hey, you know, this isn't working. We haven't hired anybody. The qualified candidates aren't actually the most top performing qualified candidates that i need and it's like yeah. well you've got to like you got to like not to get too technical but it's like you got to train you got to train the train the model you know you've, you've got you've got to build yeah, the mean, data set you got to spend at least three weeks picking up the balls you've been dropping for the last five years right right it yeah. takes time you know and it's tongue-in-cheek but it's like hey yeah it takes time it takes time it takes time it takes time you know you say, say that a lot and it doesn't have to though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
Sure. But it, you know, overall though, that is the, the bigger picture, right? Is it's an yeah. ongoing endeavor, right? To continue to capture all the candidate data that you can over time to continue to keep, you know, the awareness, right? And the, you know, the, the broadcast, right? For your company out there, be it on the job boards or your job widget that we, you know, embed into your website, whatever it is. Yeah. The, the start stop nature of it all is definitely a, a really fun one to pick at as well. Yeah. And I, I think just like tying up in a boat, focus on the bigger picture. I think often the bigger picture gets missed and that's the most important aspect of it. Focus on the bigger picture. This doesn't, you know, you don't build uh, an, an incredible brand that resonates with your target audience overnight. Right. You don't, and you don't do it in a couple of months either. At least most don't. And you don't master Google ads in the first three weeks. Month, in three yeah. weeks, right? You, you don't yeah. do that. N- nothing is going to be a, an overnight success, though it, it's not eliminating the possibility of being able to see early success. We've had great owners hire people within 24 hours of launching their campaign. Yep. But we haven't had owners that hire somebody within 24 hours of launching a campaign that don't have branding already set up that already kind of with the program. Right. And I, I think that just kind of like brings it into focus, like how important it is because yeah, they have been working on this. They just needed the, the extra juice, the extra, you know, gasoline on the fire to get them across the finish line. Maybe, you know, put some more candidates in their pipeline, have a different approach provide some more manpower, et cetera. And then they, they can see results really quickly. But even when they do see results really quickly, that's not the point. Right? The point is not the initial opening that they need to feel. Right. The point is, is like, even if we do feel that, you probably Consistency. have, you probably like 10, yeah. you probably have like 10 positions. If you, if you, if you have a, a 50 employee company, you probably have 10 people at your company right now. That you could top grade, place them with much better people. Right. And that's also a consideration when, when you're looking at recruiting and hiring. Right. Do you have somebody that isn't right. a culture fit or, you know, uh, is it underperforming, but you can't let them go because, right. I mean, a, a truck's, you know, going to be empty sitting at the shop. Right. And it's like what you just said. Yeah. The concept of that proactivity, right. Being able to set yourself up for success and have the information, right. To go on in the near future when you need it most, you know, mm-hmm. are you willing to spend 10 grand in a quarter, let alone 10 grand in a month, right? On those initiatives. And you really um, just spend the time. Right. And in, exactly. That was where I was going to go with that. It's like, regardless of the dollar amount, right? Is, yeah, it's the time. And I think going back to the very beginning of the conversation before we kind of wrap it up here is the, maybe the biggest thing is just like the, you know, and we talk about this in other episodes in terms of, you know, the employer branding, right? And what it means to have solid culture and solid communication skills is just like, do you have that self-awareness, right? Are you willing to, you know, from the beginning, I see our obligation, right? Our promise is to always be transparent and say, hey, this simply isn't working or it is working well, mm-hmm. right? Here's the adjustments we need to make, so on and so forth, yep. right? But also being brutally honest, right? Hey, we're, we're adults here, right? We're both professionals on both sides of the table, is if you're not willing to make that micro, and I mean micro investment on commenting back, shooting an email, responding via text, mm-hmm. then what sort of traction, you know, is really going to be made, you know. What to are we really get, talking about here? Yeah, yeah, it's like, let's just be real, you know. Again, whether it's a thousand or it's 10,000 or it's a hundred thousand dollars. If I say, hey, Warren, this is my biggest problem. Let me deploy you and your team to do it. And then you're actually putting data in front of me, right? Putting options in front of my 
plate, then I'm not getting back to you on that. It's just, again, it goes back to the beginning of the conversation is yeah. really gets under my skin. And then we're in a, a retention conversation about, hey, yeah, it didn't work. And you guys dropped the ball. And it's like, respectfully, no, no, we did not. <laughs> you know, yeah. never, we, we tried to call nine times about, you know, 25 different candidates. Yeah, you can't interview people that are ready to interview and are interested in your company two weeks later. Right. That and ship sailed. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that. Is that something we say? often in the in the onboardings is you know hey we're really drawing out here's your pipeline right here's how candidates come into the pipeline here's how we move them through different stages mm -hmm. right and then from there you know time is everything right time is of the essence you say i say verbatim you know we, we all know and get usually get a chuckle like we all know the old adage you know time kills all good deals right it's absolutely if not even more critically mm -hmm. you know of the same effect of time kills good candidates right i mean they're all the time i hear our team has somebody set up on a wednesday that doesn't happen till the following monday right and that top performer is gone yeah it's like 72 hours later you like know a, a that's just again the truth that that is the reality it's not a it's not a pitch or uh you know uh, some sort of like value proposition that's just the human element of like people want to talk today, right? Especially after we've done the legwork up front. Yeah, with the, their emotions right? evoked, they're interested. I tell clients all the time, hey, you need to just have five minutes to send a text message. Mm -hmm. Five minutes to say, hey, I know we have something coming up on Friday, mm -hmm. but I just wanted to reach out and say, hey, really excited to have your resume on the desk. Look forward to that conversation on Friday, mm -hmm. right? To just preface that engagement with some sort of, it goes back to the, the values, right? And the culture of like, you know, having quality communication and, you know, being, you know, clear and transparent about where you're coming from versus just leaving people in the abyss. Yeah. And and, and I would just, if, if I was to speak with a business owner, explain everything that, that really what we're talking about is I, I would say, think about it like this, your product or your, your people are your product at your business. And when you look at recruiting and hiring, the service that you offer, instead of it being air conditioning service that you you know have deep pride in in offering great service, going above and beyond for your clients and treating them right at a great price, and all of the things and effort that you put into delivering that value to your clients, well, your service when you look at recruiting is what your culture is and what you you know are able to deliver them on a day to day basis as a leader, and if you just do a quick assessment of, you know, how would you rate your service if you were an employee? Right. I think a lot of people would say, ah, I don't know if I do business with me either because right. I haven't paid a lot of attention to it. So right. being able to, to, to kind of look at it through that, that lens, I, I think will, will help give business owners a lot more clarity. And, you know, through, through that clarity, I think they'll be able to reasonably even come up with, you know, innovative solutions on their own and that are much more applicable to, to their specific situation by doing that. Yeah. Well, cheers to that, man. I know we can definitely go on and on on this one. This is a fun one. I feel a little better, get some things out there in the air, but it genuinely is like all due respect. You know, that's why we got into this is like love and respect and, you know, a sincere excitement for yeah. this seemingly underserviced, under tech, under software driven, you know, skilled trades industries. And so there's a whole lot more that we can, you know, talk on on this on this topic. Um, excited to, you know, kind of dive into some more things in the near future. Appreciate everybody listening in and hopefully got a little bit of value out of this one. If you've got a fun story to share or some unique perspective, hit us up. We'd love to hear it. We can do a little dance. 
and uh yeah well you know a little sparring action yeah thoughts knowledge but yeah being transparent being honest and 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 sincere you know with like hey here's just simply what's working what's not working and why this is so important to to have these things in place over time yeah so Uh, i hope i hope everybody got something out of this at least some some kind of takeaway and uh thanks for tuning in and catch you next time yeah catch you next time giddy up Thank you for tuning in to The Blue Collar, sponsored by Yellowstone Local, a -a one-of-a-kind solution for home and commercial service businesses. Want to learn more about how to take your business to the next level? Make sure to subscribe to our show and leave a review on Apple. Still need help? Feel free to reach out to us via email, support at yellowstonelocal.com. For excellent recruiting and hiring solutions, serving HVAC, plumbing, electrical, pest control, and many other skilled trades companies, look no further. And remember, recruiting isn't just about filling positions. It's about building a team of passionate individuals who share your vision and drive your business towards success. Until then, keep the main thing the main thing, and we'll catch you in the next one. Giddy up.